The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the August 31st edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to go over some Yahoo shooting guard rankings and shooting guard eligible players as well. Talk about guys we like where they are, not so much, and just talk about guys who jump out and where to take them and stuff. With me to do so is Jonas Nader. What's up, man? What's up, Mike? Not much, man. Getting excited. It's mock. I am, dude. I am in draft mode, like you wouldn't believe. Man, I've done like ten mock drafts. I'm just getting so excited for basketball season, man. Yeah, so many basketball mocks, and I have uh, had a football draft on Monday. I have a football draft. On Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> and so it's uh it's on, man. I'm excited though. I love fantasy football. And like I hear people saying like fantasy football is too much work. Like, dude, play fantasy basketball for a season and come back and talk to me. Oh yeah, it's much more <laughs> complex. I feel like fantasy football is a lot more luck involved. Oh, so much luck. I mean last year my team was stacked. I had like CJ Anderson and Eddie Lacey had like the worst seasons yeah. of their career just by putting on weight and it's just so much. It's so like unpredictable. Yeah, I've, I, I got um, C.J. Anderson in a couple already. By the way, I, I like what he's doing. He had a decent. Yeah, I got him this season. year. Yeah, yeah, I, I snapped him up in like want to say the fifth round. And I was pretty. Mm-hmm. I was really happy with that. And uh, yes, actually, I think just quick football tangent for you guys. Uh, wait on running backs, man. I think everyone knows that, and that's if you're into fantasy football, that's kind of the en vogue strategy. I mean, it, it works, man. Just uh, especially PPR. To stack yeah. up your receivers, even if you take a quarterback or a really good tight end. Well, you're um, gonna laugh, thing, because I took David Johnson with my first pick. Oh, uh, you're all, but David. I mean, just it, you didn't go running back, running back though, did you? No, I went running back, receiver, and then QB. It's a two QB league, so I had oh, to get a QB. Oh wow, third. yeah, two QB leagues. I won't wait. I'll usually spend one of my first two. Yeah, especially if it's like twelve or deeper. I ended up with Rivers, though. I kind of like Rivers. Oh, this I love year. Rivers, man. Keenan Allen's my boy, by the way. Oh yeah. All Good right, player. so let's uh let's get back on to hey, a lot of people talk about nonsense for the first two, three minutes and we're talking That's about fan, we're talking about fantasy, so we're still we're still <laughs> cool. It's a cool tangent. Yeah. Um so yeah, getting right to this. Um we're gonna talk about again shooting guard eligible players in Yahoo, which is kind of a kind of a wide range that a lot of guys are shooting guard eligible and we'll tie mm-hmm. them in. If you missed it, Ryan and I did point guards. So we won't kind of double dip on Curry and CJ and Kyrie and all these guys, but we'll touch on them, I guess, where they fit in the mix. Uh, so shooting guard, that top tier uh, is pretty much like we've been saying, that first four, that Curry, Harden, Westbrook, KD group is really separated themselves, I would say, from mm-hmm. the rest. And again, they have Curry, two, Harden, three. Where do you see that fitting? Um, and then if you want to tie it into Westbrook, you'd go for it. Um, in standards, I think I still prefer Curry over Harden. <sighs> I, I don't know. It's close. I mean, ACAT, I'm going Harden all the way. I think yeah. you and me both agree with that. Yep. But for me, I got um, Kawhi Leonard still three. Now, they're, they're very generous with their position eligibilities. Yahoo this year, in case you guys yeah, didn't know. Always, always are. I mean, Giannis is a shooting guard again, which is just And a small ab- forward. Absurd. And a point guard. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> 
Uh, maybe a power forward soon. Who knows? Yeah, yeah in the center. Actually, I got to yeah. mention this. Back in, I think, 2010, Boris Diaw, and I mentioned this before, Boris Diaw was point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center eligible. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Stud. Yeah, man. It's so good. But yeah, it's, anyway. it's so close at the top this year. I feel like the top six can go in any order, and I wouldn't have a problem with it. Really? You yeah, I, I really wouldn't have a, a problem with it. You don't see a little gap between KD or, or, or Westbrook and then the – the, I, I see it as that one, two, three, four tier, which I said, and then Kawhi, Cat, Giannis, CP is like kind of the next four that I could group any which way. I would include Towns in my top five. Yeah, did I say Cat? I, I thought I did. I think you did. Okay, yeah. I think you said, so we said Curry, Harden, Cat, and Durant are our top four. Yeah. Uh, Curry, Harden, no, Curry, Harden, Westbrook, and KD. Okay. Fair and enough. And Cat, Kawhi, Giannis, and CP. I think I think that's kind of the the. If you pick eight, you're gonna apply. You should wind up with one of those guys. Yeah. If you're in the top eight, you'll be good this year. Yep. But there's still good guys to get late. Uh, oh yeah. But for sure, coming back, we'll talk about it in a second too. So yeah, you have it. How do you have your top four? Uh, I love Curry, man. Just for the threes alone, he's gonna win you the three category by himself. So I, I got Curry above Harden. You probably disagree, but I, I still love Curry, man. I think him and Durant's value will be safe, and I think Clay is the one that suffers a little bit. I have been digging extremely deep on Harden, and the more and more I, I had Curry over Harden, somewhat convincingly, about a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. and I'm switched over, man. I mean, Harden was only tenth. Everyone's like, oh, Harden has the ball all the time. No, he doesn't. He was 10th in time possession per game. I think that's going up. I think his yeah. assists are going up. I think his threes are going up. I think his free throws are going up. I think, I think all that's going up. And Curry's going down. As much as I know he was about 40% better than everyone per game, I think Harden's increase is going to probably be about a 15% increase. And I think Curry saying he's going to drop 25% in overall fantasy output, which is still a monster. Mm-hmm. But um, And the risk, too. I mean, Golden State... Could miss some time. I mean, they're going to blow a lot of teams out. They're going to be up in the standings. It's just, it's just the more and more I think about it, uh, I think Harden's the safest pick in fantasy. Could you say that the the Rockets could be pretty low in the standings though if things don't fall the right way? I mean, also come on. I don't with know, Harden. man. I don't know. That team's not that good, to be honest. They're not. They're not. But they're not going to be. I mean, they're not. They're going to be in it in on April first. They're going to be in it. I mean, they're not going to be like ten games out of the yeah. eighth spot, right? I mean, I'll say this. If they finish 6th through 10th in the West, I think Harden will be the top player in eight cat leagues this year. For sure, yeah. I, I think that's my, that's my assumption. They will. So. they will. And, I mean, look at last year. Last year is a perfect case. Mm-hmm. It behooved them in a big, 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 big way to miss the playoffs. Because if yeah. they missed the playoffs, they would have had their draft pick. But they made the playoffs, and that pick went to Denver. Mm-hmm. So, Daryl Morey, he's, he's a little on the hot seat. I, and I think that they really got to get in there, man. So, yeah. It's it's the the hot topic of, of fantasy for sure, mm-hmm. and it, it always is. And that's the cool thing about fantasy. It's like fantasy football. It's like oh yeah, take Antonio Brown. Like fantasy <laughs> basketball, there's so much more strategy involved. Absolutely, and it depends too, on the makeup of your team too. I mean, obviously, if you want a team that doesn't you have to worry about turnovers, I mean, Curry and Harden are going to kill you in the turnover yeah, category. So, but still, they're just so good everywhere else. And then another yeah. thing I, that I'm kind of turning on as well on Curry is three pointers, man. If you take the three pointers out of Curry. Minus all that that drop and uh, Harden addition, I think that even helps Harden's case even more. You can get three pointers late so easily, man. Like 
Every time, every time I draft, I'm like, I've got too many three-pointers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I don't have Curry, it's just, uh, just the way it is. Three-pointers are easy, man. Yeah. All right, so we're good at the top. Uh, let's talk about Kawhi. Um, he's probably the – and then they have Giannis at 15, which is, I think is, is, is a joke. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll come up once the ADP data comes up, and I think that their metrics kind of put too much weight into the front half of the season and not mm. the back half when he was like a world beater. Yeah. Um, so you, it sounds like you have Kawhi convincingly over Cat and over Giannis. Um, I wouldn't say convincingly over Cat. He's right in line with Cat. just depends on what I'm going for. But the only thing that concerns you with Kawhi Leonard is if he gets hurt, he's going to sit for a few games. Like Popovich will not play him at 100%. You saw that last year and the two years before that. But he's still he's still a top three guy when he plays, but you can probably get him at six or seven. Yep. Uh, he's yeah right there. Um, even even five. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think yeah, just he's right there. Any, anyway, like I said, anyway in that group. Uh, looking at his numbers too, I was looking at the possessions, how it's going to work with Powell. Um, Powell had um, they had about a six minute difference, but uh, eight possession difference too. So that's not that much in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Parker's Tony Parker's possessions have consistently been dropping. Uh, and then also, too, with LaMarcus Aldridge kind of becoming more involved in the offense, Kawhi Leonard has actually increased his usage in the uh, second half of the season. So his efficiency did dip ever so slightly. Um, if you remember, Kawhi was 48% from three pre-break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then he dropped to 37, which is a more sustainable kind of – but still, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and Kawhi is just a maniac on um, points per touch. He's eight on points per touch. He's not even close to like the top 75 in touches per game. So when he gets the ball, he's just straight cash homie, as Randy Moss would say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi – I'm not worried about Kawhi is the long story short on that. His career arc is insane, man. If you look at his stats year to year, there's just a noticeable jump each year. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen. He's going to be 26 this season. Yeah. No, he he won't be 26 to the end of the season. Never mind. He just turned 25 in June. That's insane, man. So good. Yeah, he hasn't hit his potential yet. It's definitely Mm -hmm. Kawhi's team. Everyone everyone knows that now. And the guy is just – we were waiting for the – when's the use is going to come? And it did. (laughs) So – He's he's in he's in the spot right now. Uh, I talked about Giannis for a while on the Monday pod, so I'll just leave that to you. Man, the, he has he has as much potential as anyone in fantasy. I think, man, the steals, yeah. blocks. The only thing missing is the three pointers, and that's the only thing I'm hesitating with before putting him in my top five. So right now, I still got him in the six to eight range until he has a three point shot. Now he said that's a focus this summer, but we'll see. I think I, right now it's like a 28% shooter from three last year, I believe. I don't even care about the three-pointers. <laughs> All I care about yeah. is the free throw percentage. Right. Uh, if, he, if he could hit seven, he hit 76% from the break, uh, pre-break last year. Mm-hmm. If he could push that to 78, man, it's on, man. And I, I said this. If he hits close to 80% from the line, he might be the number one player in fantasy. Um, and, yeah, like I said, three-pointers take them late all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giannis is just – and that position eligibility is so, so huge. Yeah, uh, point guard, shooting guard, small forward. So, and we saw kids going to play him heavy minutes, man. Him, Middleton, yes, and Parker, sir. they're going to get a ton of minutes. Yep, ceiling is stupid high, and Yano <laughs> has him at fifteen, and he's um, twenty-one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jimmy Butler is ahead of Giannis uh, at number nine, and I did a draft last night, and I got him at what twenty-three, and I was satisfied with that in an eight. Yeah, cat. absolutely. Yeah, and with um with our re- readers and pod listeners, so it wasn't your regular mock, no auto picks in this draft, so it's pretty legit mock. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, nine's too early. Um, nine cat, I think you're looking at around 20. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, he's he's ranked too high in Yahoo for sure. But yeah, second round picks is fair for me. I have him above Clay, and that wasn't the case last yep. year. I have him way above Clay this year. Yep. I don't think he'll be affected by Rondo too much. I think this is clearly Jimmy Butler's team since they got rid of Rose. So Wade's minutes are going to be down, so I'm not worried about Butler. I think second round's very fair value for him. Yeah, so moving on, we've got Kyrie at 21 on Yahoo. I talked about him a lot. Uh, gave you the short version. Uh, his catch-and-shoot efficiency dropped about 15 uh, from two <laughs> seasons ago to last year, and that was the, the big culprit for his dip. Uh, and then obviously he didn't start his season until 12-20. So I kind of like Kyrie there. Well, his minutes are going to go up. I mean, they don't really have a reliable backup point guard. Mo Williams wants to retire. Hmm. Kate Felder's probably not ready for big minutes. I think his minutes will probably be in the 34, 36 range this year, which is awesome. But that's still way too high for me. Really? Like 21 for his preseason rank on Yahoo, that's way too high for me. Where? Where do you have him? I'd take him in the 30, 40 range. Woo, boy. Last, think about it. Last year was his first healthy year, man. His first one. Two years and ago. That was, and that was after he returned. Two years ago he was good. How many games did he play two years ago? He was up there. I mean, he was. He finished. Didn't he have that foot injury? Value. Let's see here. He had seventy-five games. That's not bad. That's good, man. <laughs> Take seventy-five all day. Uh, I'm still not high on him, man. He's if you seen that crazy. you seen that ESPN uh, category with all the injuries Irving suffered in his career. Yeah, I know. It's it's worrying. He was a first round player two years ago, man. He's still twenty-four. Like you said, minutes are going to be back up where they were two seasons ago. If that catch and shoot numbers back where it was two seasons ago, man, you got to steal at like twenty five. Maybe, man, but he was still he was top sixty last year. Like I, I feel like you you should be able to get him at a discount, and so I'm gonna wait. Yeah, he won't be there. <laughs> I know. All right, so uh, I guess we'll start grouping. Actually, um, they have Clay. Yeah, we'll group this. Clay Bledsoe and Oladipo uh, are ranked. Oladipo is ranked way, way, way too low at thirty five. Mm-hmm. Um, so where do you see that group fitting? And I'd rather take Oladipo over Kyrie Irving. I yep, would. Yep, I do too. I have, yeah. I have Oladipo over Kyrie. But I agree. The Oladipo is way too low. Who else did you say in that group? You said Bledsoe, Bledsoe? and Clay. Bledsoe? I'd take, I'd take Bledsoe over Clay. The upside's yep, there. I mean, I Clay too. Thompson's probably going to drop by two rounds this year. Would you take Bledsoe over Kyrie? Um, oh, my God. They're both entry prone. I, I I like Bledsoe more, man. Oh, I really do. Man, I like you Bledsoe hate more. Kyrie. You hate Kyrie. I'm not a big fan of Kyrie. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. To, I'm trying to think of who I hate as much as you hate as Kyrie, man. <laughs> I mean, he was awesome in the postseason, but <laughs> yeah, Aaron Aflalo. Uh, I was more bullish on Kyrie than Ryan was, but it was close. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, I didn't think you were going to say 40. Uh, that's, that's. I mean, his his dimes really aren't all that great. I mean. LeBron's going to run the offense. I, I don't he'll know, his, man. He'll, with the minute uptick, he'll get five and a half, six, I think. That's cool. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just not, I'm just not big on Kyrie. Yeah, I, get I, think, the in- I think the injuries just yeah, really scare me. The injury-prone factor is definitely where, where it's at. But yeah. I think he's, he's playing smarter. And playing off the ball, I think, really helped him out. And then he didn't yeah. play off the ball in the postseason, which was kind of his undoing. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll agree to disagree there. But, yeah. um yeah, I got like you said, Old Depot um, as the highest of that group. He in any decent draft, he won't go past I don't think twenty six. Right, and he'll be a second round player easily this year. I yeah, think. Yeah, I was sitting at the number two spot in that draft last night, and I took Jimmy Butler on the front end. Yeah, because I was kind of hoping the guy behind me would let Depot go, and I I probably should have taken Jimmy regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was texting Ryan Canass on the side like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna let Depot slide. 
Uh, I hopefully get him on the way back, and I did. So I, I, my team started out uh, eight cat again: Curry, Jimmy Butler, Oladipo. And I was like, oh man, I, I would take that team all day. <laughs> Good lord, man, yeah. that's a squad. Yeah, and I did pass on Kyrie over those guys, right? Just to make that clear, and that was eight cat too. Yeah. Um, okay, so Bledsoe, we talked about Bledsoe. I talked about Bledsoe a lot, but nothing else to talk about. Like you said, ceiling's stupid. His ceiling's just as high as Kyrie's, but I think he's riskier, man. I mean, all that meniscus injuries, and he doesn't play off the ball. He is playing very much like Russell Westbrook. Takes a lot of contact, always on the floor. He scares me a lot more than Kyrie does. But the thing I like about Bledsoe is, if they start Devin Booker next to him, I think that helps him a ton, man, because he won't, I mean, he won't have to worry about Knight as much and... As far as we know, Knight might be moved, so I think that really helps Bledsoe this year. I think he'll probably get top 20 value for sure if he's healthy. Yeah, like we, like I said yes, uh, yeah, yesterday, uh, if we knew we were getting 75 games out of Bledsoe, we'd take him top 15 without even thinking about it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> man. But, and you mentioned Knight. I'm not worried about Knight regardless. I mean, Bledsoe got his when Knight was healthy, so he's, he's fine. He could have whoever he has next to him. He's all good, Yeah, I think. But... Yeah, he's still young too, so he's all good. Oh, let's talk about Kyle. let's talk about Clay. Um, talked about points per touch with with Kawhi. Clay was third uh, among players with at least three games. Uh, mm. Surprising who number one is uh, Shabazz Muhammad, and, <laughs> and, and then number two is not surprising JJ Redick. Yeah. So he, that's the thing. We're always worried about Clay's touches, but he's so good with his touches. That's the thing. So you try to figure out worries in the game. He did kind of have a big, he was very much boomer bust early. Had a slow start, everyone was freaking out, and then he went crazy once Harrison Barnes went down. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not, I don't see myself drafting him, like you said. Um, I get, there's actually another guy we'll talk about later I have over Clay. Um, and then he's right around Bledsoe for me with the risk factor there. And then obviously I like Kyrie more than Clay. Yeah, I feel you on Clay. Like, honestly, I wouldn't take him to the fourth round this year. I know that's that might be low, but I wouldn't yeah. take him to the fourth round. Nope, I'm right with you. I have mm-hmm. him right at the turn. Yeah. Uh, so we'll move on, I guess, to the uh, the next group. I'm just going to put these in two. These are, are very much interesting names here. We got C.J. McCollum at 37. Talked about him yesterday, and then Chris Middleton all the way down there at 38. Uh, and I know you are. You're not high on Middleton. That's no, man. I drafted him in our mock. I dra- I took him 26. Man, okay, I love okay, him. Okay. Okay. Someone wasn't high on Middleton. I forget who it man, was. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with Middleton, man. I like, yeah. I like pairing Middleton with Giannis and just having those two guys in front for days. Man, I love that. I love that lineup combo. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm doing the positional tiers uh, for the Roto World Draft Guide right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. I have just going over the shooting. Guard. I can't give the whole thing away, uh, <laughs> but I have I have Middleton as the number three shooting guard on there, and that's from pure. This isn't without. Position right, right. So guys that are actual shooting guards. I think so, that's fair, man. Yeah, I have him, him, the Harden in a tier by himself, uh, Depot, Middleton, and then I still put Clay in that tier with him, mm-hmm. uh, and then CJ starts off the next tier, which we'll get into. Yeah, Middleton's so nasty, dude. Uh, we, so talk about, good, we talk man. about him all the time. He's just another one of those made for fantasy guys. He's very much like, almost like Curry with with the way he gets the steals and. His dimes are decent, good from the field, awesome free throw shooter. Just, man, he was the second playmaker behind Jonas last year, man. He's yeah, he's you he gotta awesome. love that. And Del, and Del, I am not. I get a couple questions asking about: Are you worried about Delavadova affecting Middleton or Giannis? Like, no, <laughs> no. He, I mean, I watched I watched the Olympics. I saw how good he was. 
Come on, dude. This is this is Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton. I mean, they're way better than the wings they had, like Joe Inglis um, playing small forward. So, yeah. So and he um, helps you in every single category. The steals are insane. One point seven per game last year. Free throw percentage is eighty eight point eight percent. He's probably gonna get to the line more this year too. I mean, you gotta love it. Yeah, again, like you said, it's Giannis and Middleton. Just and when and they gave him free reign once after the break, right? Yep. And I talk about these these stats all the time. Nineteen points, four boards, four point six assists, two point four steals, one point three threes, forty seven percent from the field, ninety two percent from the line with four attempts a game. I mean, that's just stupid good. <laughs> um, second Stayed healthy second too. Round. A minor yeah. growing pull, but he's been healthy three seasons in a row. Yeah, so it's it's Middleton time. Uh, clearly, uh, him and him and Depot are, are just way way too low by about ten spots each. Absolutely. Uh, so CJ, I talked a lot about him. Um, Yahoo is much better; has him ranked more appropriately than ESPN does for now. So, yeah. where do you see him fitting in the next year? Um, he was top 45 last year. I think that's probably the expectation this year, just because Evan Turner's a high usage guy. The same with Damian Lillard. Um, I think fourth round is probably the area I'm going to target him at. You might have yep. him higher, but no, no, it's about where I have him. It's fourth round. Ryan was actually higher than on CJ than I was, which, which is wow. I guess, kind of funny, considering how Ryan and I had a little side bet on uh, yeah. CJ versus George Hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, which was which was fun. We liked we liked George Hill too, by the way. Um, so yeah, I don't need to talk more about CJ anymore. I've talked enough about him. Uh, he's going to so, be hyped a lot. He's, he's going to be hard to get this year, I think, just because the secret's out. But fourth yeah, round, if you uh, get him, take him. Yeah, fourth round's pretty solid, depending on where you were at. Uh, I think I, I, yeah, I mean, like I have Bledsoe and all those guys. Pretty much everyone we said. Um, what about what about Clay or CJ? Still go Clay. Um. I'm going to say CJ. Really? I'm going to say CJ this year, yeah. I think it'll be more fun to own. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Clay, you don't have to worry about like these massive shooting slumps where he just disappears for three four games in a row. So I think CJ's a little bit safer, I think. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I think Clay, Clay still has great, great for – maybe for, for head-to-head, maybe go <laughs> CJ. But I still think Clay is going to be fine. That um, seems fair, yeah. Clay, it, it, Roto, and CJ head-to-head. Yeah, but I, I, I'd probably still lean Clay regardless. Uh, okay, so moving on, uh, a lot of different position eligibilities here. Uh, we got Reggie Jackson listed as shooting guard at 46. Andrew Wiggins, who's going to play almost straight small forward this year at 49. Gordon Hayward as well. Uh, yeah, he barely plays shooting guard anymore. Um, at 54, <laughs> Trevor Ariza at 56. DeMar DeRozan at 57. George Hill at 58. We'll cut it there, so we'll recap here. Jackson, Wiggins, Hayward, Ariza, DeRozan, and Hill. Anybody jump out there on you? I'm excited probably about one of those guys, and that's probably Ariza. Yes, sir. Okay, good. I, th- I thought you were going to say th- say no. Ariza uh, no. is probably like – he could be top 40 this year, I think, in D'Antoni's system, man. Dude, he's that's low, that. dude. He's, that's he's low. built for that system. That's low. You think that's low? He, he could be top 15. <laughs> he's going to start slow, and then he'll be top 15 after the break. Like that's he always is, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, I was looking up stats yesterday. Like I said, I've been digging crazy on Harden, and – Trevor Reza by far had the most assists from Harden last year, and he shot the ball really well off Harden passes. Like he had two point three threes last year, uh, two point nine in January. Like it's not crazy to think that Ariza is going to hit three threes a game. Uh, and I mean, if he does that, and he's stealing two and change a game, and he's rebounding a little, probably maybe doing some passing. 
He's just so good, man. I mean, we've seen D'Antoni turn guys, Quentin Richardson, into studs. You're turning into a guy who was already carrying barely third-round value, or just missed third-round value last year. The ceiling's just stupid high, especially so Nightcat. He was 38th last year, so... Yeah, I think maybe I think maybe top forty was a little bit too low. I yeah. think maybe top thirty even. Top if he plays if he plays stretch if he plays a stretch four or top twenty five, you never know. Top fifteen, dog, come around. I don't know about that. I'm just <laughs> saying pure high. pure ceiling. Oh, for pure ceiling, maybe, yeah, but I think yeah. I think top thirty is probably the highest I'll go for. You only think you long. can come up seven or eight spots? I can't. Durability, top thirty is good enough for me. Durability's pretty good. Hmm. I guess he was 20, top, 27 on total value last year. I'm still going top thirty. All right. So you think he's gonna? You think his ceiling's going there's, down? I mean, there's so many players that are making the jump this year. When you think about it, man, That's it's gonna point. be so many players making the jump. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of all in on Ariza if I can yeah. I can get him. You I can keep, get him late I, too, which I, I, I love. Keep waiting for him to slide, and he's not slide. He didn't slide much last night, and even in an eight cat, he went like forty five or so. Mm. Which is probably about right. Yeah. Um, okay, so we love Ariza. Uh, anybody else jump? Wiggins went kind of late last night. Um, How late? 54, I want to say. I thought he was going to go like 45 or something like that. He's always drafted too early in the leagues I'm in, so yeah. I usually don't get a chance to get him. He did look a lot better after the All-Star break. He'll play a lot of big minutes. Steals and blocks were up after the All-Star break last season. Three-pointer. He think he shot like 40% after the All-Star break as well from three. That's yep. encouraging. 41.4, 41.3, something like that, yep. And that's his focus of the off season. So maybe, sure. maybe he'll be worth the mid round price this year. Finally, yeah, I think he's gonna. I, I almost took him. I was picking, and um, I was gonna either go. Who did I take? I took Miles Turner, I think, mm-hmm. uh, over Wiggins. And, and there was someone else I took at that turn. Like, There's nothing wrong with taking Miles. Turner. Oh no, you know who I took? I took Kevin Love actually because I needed another big man. I took huh. Kevin. I took Kevin Love and um, Miles Turner at that turn. Yeah, I love slip, dude. <laughs> this is at, like the end of the end of the third round. Uh, yeah, end of the third round. I was like, all right. Or no, end of the fourth round. Excuse me. Like fifth, mm. like almost fifty. I was like, all right. I'll take, I'll love I'll usually goes pretty early. Yeah, I know. People people hate him from the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Deep. So, anybody else you see? Um, well, what about Gordon Hayward? Do you see him being affected with the added depth? Trey Lyles, Joe Johnson, Boris Diaw. Alec Burke's coming back, George Hill. I mean, the Jazz depth is just stupid. I think Hayward's minutes go down a little bit, and I think his, produ- his production stays about the same. Mm-hmm. Efficiency should rise. Stats should be down. I think he'll stay about the same. Top 50 is probably where he'll land. Yep. So where do you see him fitting in this group, I guess? Um, I talked about Re- – you want to add anything on Reggie Jackson? Uh, I don't like – I think Reggie Jackson's the bottom of this group, man. Yep, I'm with you there. I, I don't like Reggie Jackson. Yeah, we talk- no. If you want more info, go to the – Point Grab podcast. Uh, what about DeRozan? Had a kind of a breakout season. He's usually very not fantasy friendly, but uh, durability was solid. Finished in the top forty for cumulative value. Uh, minutes were there. Field goal percentage came up a little bit. Uh, Less wait. than one three per game is not what you look for in a shooting guard, though. That makes me kind of nervous. Yeah, I think right now I got Ariza, Hayward, and then Wiggins in that group, mm-hmm. and then I'll talk about then DeRozan after that. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty much clear cut for me too. I don't really. I'm not touching Jackson, and I'll let someone else draft DeRozan. Right. Um, I, you had I one think, more name in there too, I think. Right. Uh, George Hill, yeah. George Hill, I think he. I think he loses minutes this year, man. I think yeah. 28 is probably his max. I mean, they love Dante Exum. They love him. So, I yeah. think 28 minutes for Hill and 20 for Exum. 
Yeah, twenty eight twenty sounds like a pretty good split. Uh, I don't stay. I, I don't see how they can run two point guard sets with the depth they have on the wing. Right. So yeah, that, that'll pretty much be a straight split. All right, moving on here. This is a tight little group. We got Levine at sixty six, Monte Ellis at sixty eight, Brandon Knight at sixty nine. All three of those guys are point guard, shooting guard eligible, and then also Gordon Dragic is also point guard, shooting guard eligible. Uh-huh. So anybody jump out there on you? Um, Dragas is going to take a big jump this year, I think. Yep. I think Wade had a usage rate above 30 last year, so that's yep. gone. I think Dragas is going to fill the void there. I yeah, think he's, he's a really good bounce back candidate. Yep. He's yeah. We talked about him on the pod as well um, on about with Ryan. Uh, and then Zach Levine is Steve's boy. Man, I love Zach Levine, dude. So do you have him or Dragic? Um, right now, I think I'd take Levine just for the upside, man. Okay. I think Dragic, you can get him pretty late. Right. And I got I got both of them above Monte Ellis and Brennan Knight. Yeah, hands um, down. Yeah. But Levine well, was six round value after the break last year. Yeah, hit six the threes. Rounds. Hit the th- yeah. hit his threes. Steals, love it. Dimes are there. I love Levine, man. I've talked about I'm worried about Chris Dunn affecting him, man. I'm worried about Thibodeau putting him in the doghouse and all that. So hmm. he's I mean, he's solid. I just he's going too high. Like if he's there at 67, 68, and the other guys I like are still there. And these are gone, I mean, then yeah, I'll take them, but he's always going too high for me. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's always the Ricky Rubio factor, too. He could be gone. And if he's gone, a three guard rotation of Levine and Dunn and maybe even Tyus Jones based yeah. on how I look the summer would be a lot of fun. Yeah, but they're a playoff team. I think they'll keep Rubio, and I think Levine's locked in as the shooting guard. Yep, I think so too. And his minutes will be pretty good. They were thirty-five last year, so yeah. if he could play defense, man, his ceiling's super nice. Right. Uh, Monta's kind of dead to me right now. I'm not really feeling Monta with Teague there. Um, so Paul bad George, last year, man. Yeah. Well, he stayed healthy, so I mean, if he stays healthy, you're you're satisfied with that. He finished with fifty-third cumulative value last year, so. You're cool with that with his 81 games, but yeah, um, the upside's not high enough to take him. Right. Um, Brandon Knight's kind of same thing. Uh, the trade concerns. I'm not drafting him either. Injury risk too, man. Yep. Okay, so we'll move on here. So we got Nick Batum at 74, Dwayne Wade at 77, Tyreek Evans at 81, and Avery Bradley at 82. Uh, and we'll throw Bradley Beal in there at 84. I would put Batum above the guys in the previous list. Yes. I think uh, he's going to pay a ton of minutes in Charlotte. He's 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 at a huge discount right now. I couldn't yeah. believe that price. Yeah, way, I'm taking way like a low. double glance. Seventy four. That's ridiculous. Yeah, he should be going fourth, fifth round. I mean, he was like a he could be like a top thirty player in the right situation, man. I, I kind of love him this do, year. Do you think MKG affects him at all? Not really. I mean, MKG nah. is terrible on offense still, yeah. so I think Batum's role is fine. Jeremy Lin's gone. Courtney Lee's gone. They're all. He's going to get his minutes. He's all, he's fine. Yeah, his competition's Bellinelli, so that says it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so who else? So hands down in there. Anybody else you like in that group? Um, I don't like Wade. Minutes will be down. Usage rate will be down. Evans, way too injury prone. Mm-hmm. He might not even be ready for the first few months of the season. Who knows? And Bradley, he was a nice surprise last year. I think he's a nice mid-round target. For sure. I love Bradley. I think he's Get him pretty easily, late too. easily the second best of that group. Mm-hmm. Uh, even better than better than Knight, better than Ellis. Probably Agreed. not as high as Levine. Um, high, I have him higher than Reggie Jackson, which may sound crazy. I do too. I mean, Jackson was only like ninety, ninety-ish last year. Yeah, he's yeah, he's not good. He's he's the kind. He's like, kind of like a DeRozan with uh, yeah. 
with the way he doesn't really fill up the stats and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what about what about Bradley Beal? I actually took Bradley Beal last night in my draft. Uh, he slips so hard. I think I took him like ninety something. I was like, all right, I'll take a chance on Beal here. I mean, ninety's fine for Beal, man. Yeah. Uh, upsides it. They got a brand new training staff. Ju- training staff just for Beal this year, and unlike uh, Whitman, Brooks isn't going to like play him 36, 38 minutes per game after he turns from an injury. So I think he'll be better this year, but the injury risk will still be there. Yeah, he's very conscientious. Scott Brooks is saying about yeah. how he's young and he wants to take care of him. They obviously just signed that long-term deal. Mm-hmm. So they're going to play the long game uh, on Brad Beal. And does the John Wall, Bradley Beal beef, quote-unquote, uh, no. Nah. When John Wall gets paid in a couple years, everything will be fine. Like, it's nothing. It's that a non-story. Take, that thing got taken out of context so hard. Absolutely. I hate when that happens, man. It's like, dude, there were, I, I saw so many on Twitter, just so many articles talking about the beef. Like, dude, I know it's summer. I know you need stuff to write about. I know. But come on, man. Like, talk about, oh, I don't know. I, I just, I hate when things like that get carried There's away. nothing there. I mean, they were, they were losing that season. Of course, they're going to be frustrated on the yeah. court together. Like, yeah. Be real. Yeah, exactly. So I, I like Beal. Definitely a, a very nice, and we talk about this, man. Seventh round. I, mean, I think I took him in, uh, what, eighth? And I was like, all right, eighth round. Brad the Beal's still there. Give me some. Why uh, not? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we'll group this pretty big here. We got Wes Matthews at 88. Kent Bazemore at 60. I'm sorry. He came at 64 last season. Uh, he's mm-hmm. overall ranking. I read that wrong. Uh, nine, he's 91. Uh, J.J. Redick. With his uh, number two points per touch rank, he comes in at 94. Devin Booker, 95. Uh, Jeremy Lin, dual eligible, at 98. And then Pat Beverly at 100 to round out the guys in the top 100. Who jumps out there on you? Um, for me, I think Bazemore jumps out at me. Um, paid him a lot of money. Now, Tareem Prince and Beyondbury, uh, sorry, DeAndre Bembry both play small forward, but Bazemore is going to get 32 minutes easily, man. He can play shooting guard, small forward, who knows, maybe even some small ball four. I think he's probably the safest target there. And, of course, J.J. Reddick's Mr. Reliable. I think you can always get him pretty late just for the three-pointers alone. Those are my two favorite guys out of that group. And yep. for Devin Booker, he's going to be a popular name, but he's better in real life than in fantasy, I think. He's going to go too high. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not – like, be – he went before Beal last night. And I was like, oh. eh. yeah. So you're with me there. I don't. I don't. I mean, there's. Probably, I don't agree with that. There's I mean, probably about like seven other names I'd take that we haven't said yet. He's I'd basically his points Beal. and three pointers right now. Yeah, and killed you. Killed you on field goal percentage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He actually. One big thing was he was open quite a bit, and he still on his open shots. He wasn't hitting those. Yeah. So his terrible post break efficiency seems a little fluky to me. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not really worried about the minutes factor. I still think he'll be okay there, but I, I don't know. I, I'd want to see him do it again uh, just because he's not that great for fantasy yet. But if you're in a dynasty league, you're pumped if you have him yeah. he's going to be unreal in a few years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, tw- uh, he was only 28.7% uh, on threes last year, and he's, he's yeah. not that kind of player. He's going to be close to 40, just a beautiful shooter. Yeah. Um, 19 points, 40% from the field overall after the break just is unbearable. Um, yeah. You can't have that. And then 3.1 turnovers from your shooting guard um, yeah. with his 4.1 assists. Like, it's just bad. Um, and his assists are going to go away, I think. So, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, too much risk there. Um, I like so you Wes agree a lot. With me? You have Baysmore and Redick up there? Uh, I actually have Wes over Redick. 
Interesting. Yeah, upside's nice. I mean, he had a quote-unquote down year at 2.43s. He had 2.9 last season. They're talking more about shooting the three more this mm-hmm. year. Uh, I think Dirk being healthy seems a little bit fluky. Uh, I'm not really worried about Harrison Barnes taking shots away, and that may actually help him. Uh, and then Chandler Parsons is gone too, so I think he's in a better spot this year. And then he has a whole year after his Achilles, so great spot. This guy is usually hanging in the mid-rounds. He's going to fall to you around 95 or so, and I'm cool with that. He actually went early, too. He went before Beal as well. So, yeah, people aren't feeling Beal, I guess, is the moral of the story. Here's the thing about Wesley Matthews. If I take Matthews, like I'll be fine with that, but I will be looking to trade him because I don't think Dallas will be a playoff team, and I think Justin Anderson eats into his workload after the All-Star break. Yeah, I still think, I mean, worst case scenario, he'll still be. He's Iron Man. He's still going to get. That's true. I, I still think, as long as he's healthy. I think he'll still get 30 minutes regardless. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, if, if he plays anywhere close to what he played in Portland, you're stealing there. I mean, the, two seasons ago, or three seasons ago, I guess, we were talking, we were talking about Ariza and West. That was a big debate I always used to have of shooting guards I wanted to take that steal and hit threes. And, yeah, yeah he's, he's still that kind of player. And now that he's got a full season to get going. Yeah, uh, I, like I like his like price. Him. I'll say that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so where's Lynn fit in for you on this one? Um, I'm not a big Lynn guy. Yeah, I think his field goal percentage would be pretty, pretty shocking this year in Brooklyn. He's, I mean, his supporting cast is awful, man. Um, I think he's going to be drafted way too early for, in my, in my opinion. He's gone pretty, right about. He's gone around right around a hundred. That's uh, he went that far. That's surprising. Yeah, I thought he'd be taking a lot higher just because of the starting role. Right now, I think people were pretty smart. I mean, this is all mostly Roto World readers last night and the pod people and pod listeners. So right. they're they're pretty much hip to the the Lynn poor field goal percentage. He's not going to be very great for assists. His steals probably won't be very helpful. Not the greatest three point shooter, but I do like him with Atkinson. That's when the Lynn sanity thing came about. So that's a plus. He's in, he's in a great spot. So I mean, if he's there at a hundred for you, I'm all about it. Even if he's there at ninety and you whiffed, uh, or maybe even eighty five if you really whiffed on point guards because you're going to. Yeah. There's a pretty steady drop once, I guess, what, George Hill comes off the board and all those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hill tends to slide. So I'm cool with drafting him, especially if he's there where I said. In that group, I have Lynn after Matthews, Basemore, and Reddick. Yep, so do I. Mm-hmm. Closest to Reddick. Very close to Reddick, but I have yeah. I have Wes and Basemore steadily ahead of them. Seems All right, next group here. Uh, oh, Beverly. I talked about him a lot. Uh, where do you- <sighs> Field goal percentage is killer, man. How do you see him fitting with D'Antoni? Um, I think he'll fit in pretty well. He'll get a few dimes. I think James Arnold's going to run the offense mostly, though. I think Beverly, you should only really target him if you're looking for threes and steals. Yep, exactly. Not too low of an upside. Too low of a, a yeah, ups, his upside's too low yeah. uh, to draft him uh, anywhere, almost anywhere, <laughs> like in your Agreed. draft. Uh, so this is an interesting group here. We got Jordan Clarkson at 109. <laughs> too low. <laughs> Uh, Eric Gordon at 111, J.R. Smith at 112, Danny Green, Mr. Roller Coaster Boy at 113, Kyle Korver 119, and Rodney Hood at 122, Wilson Chandler's at 123. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So where do you? Who? Obviously, let's let's start with Clarkson, who's dual eligible point guard, shooting guard. That's way too late for Clarkson, man. I take him a lot earlier than that. Yep. Huge minutes this year in L.A. I think him and Russell could be looking at 34, 36 minutes most nights. Yep, definitely. 
love him. Um, probably well, so probably get him late middle round. Where does he fit in for you? Does he does he top that entire group that we just said? Uh, let's see. He doesn't have as much upside as a Danny Green or a Rodney Hood, but I think. No, I mean I meant like the um, the West Matthews, Baysmore, Reddick, Booker, Lynn, Beverly group. Oh yeah, I think he jumps that group. Yeah, I really do. What about the previous group? Beal, Bradley, Evans, Wade. Obviously not Batum. Do, does anybody in that group top him? I take him over everybody except Batum. I really over, would. You would take him. You would take Bradley. You would take. Oh, did you, just, you said Bradley Beal yeah. as well. No, I Bradley. Think I, I think I take Beal right before Clarkson and Avery Bradley, and Bradley as well. So Avery Bradley, you would take Clarkson over Avery Bradley? No, no. Okay, okay Bradley, okay. Bradley Batum, and who's the other guy? Wait, so you would go Batum one, right? Yep. Avery Bradley two. Beal. Beal and, and then Clarkson. Clarkson. Okay, yep, yeah, we're on the same page there. And then everybody else that we said is behind. Yeah. Okay. Trash. Cool. <sighs> Trash. <laughs> All right. Uh, That's hard. So, so what else we got here? Uh, who? Danny Green. Let's talk about Danny Green. What do you, what do you think on him? One thirty. He was twenty fourth in standard leagues the year before. <laughs> this year, I think he was like twelfth round. So I think if you can get him in the later rounds, I think you're happy with that. I think you can live with the headaches if you get him that late. I talked about how Devin Booker couldn't hit open shots. Man, Danny Green's open shooting percentage dips so hard. <laughs> Like, it makes no sense for one of the guys who was probably top three among open three-point shooters. He yeah. fell out of it. Like, he fell, like, out of the top 25 uh, for a decent volume. It was just crazy how he plummeted. And I know the basketball breakdown guys did some stuff on his sh- uh, shooting mechanics, tweaking a little bit. So hopefully he gets back on track. I mean, he has still one of the most beautiful jumpers, shoots on balance all the time, but his release was a little bit off. So I expect that to get fixed. Yeah, you're stealing. Uh, at LASIK 100. eye surgery too, man. That's yeah, huge. Yeah, so he'll be he'll be good, man. Uh, I, like you said, Clarkson, and then pretty much except for of that previous group, like I would still probably lean West, and, and he's gonna slide. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. But he's right there with me with that West Bazemore group. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yep. Upside's definitely there. Corver, not enough upside for me to draft anymore. No, he took a huge step back last year. Yeah, getting up there in age. Uh, Rodney Hood, a little bit worried about the depth. Uh, he definitely peaked last year, um, had an unbelievable situation. I still like him, and I could, I, if he's at 122, that's awesome. I'd still take him, but I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna get taken a little too early. Yeah, I think his minutes would be a little bit lower. I think 28 yeah. is probably the expectation, as long as Burks and Joe Johnson are around. Yeah, I don't even know where Burks fits in this situation, man. I mean, they're gonna probably play him, but that's, they just have so much depth. I think they have to play him just to see, so they can have a market for him to trade. Yeah, someone's got to go. Yeah, um, decent contract too. I mean, he got everyone called that an overpay, but now it looks all right. Yeah, it looks it looks like a decent value now if, if he was healthy. But yeah. let's just see how it looks in the beginning about, of the season. What about J.R. Smith and Eric Gordon? Kind of similar. If you're looking for threes late in draft, go for it. If not, I'm not touching them. Field goal percentage is is a killer. Yeah, they both slipped pretty hard last night. So yeah, yeah. like you said, unless you really whiffed, just take them late. Uh, and then we're not talking about Wilson Chandler. Um, no, he's not, right. I don't think he'll play, man. Yeah, I really don't. I think he's going to play, but um, they're going to play him just a little bit of stretch four, a little bit of three. I think Denver's not done dealing. So They have to trade some guys, man, or else yeah. Will Barton, Chandler, they're going to look at like yeah. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, that, that contract looks a little bit of a waste. It's kind of Pekovic-esque. Yeah. All right, so next group, um, 
Gary Harris, 132. P.J. Tucker, my boy. Uh, P.J. Tucker, 133. Courtney Lee, 137. KCP, 138. Lou Williams, 139. Stanley Johnson, 140. We'll cut it there. Anybody you like in that group? Um, Gary Harris is the clear number one in that group, and I think KCP is number two for me. Yep. Well, I, I'm not even talking about Gary Harris anymore. Like the guy, he's he's so he's mid round upside. You can probably get him pretty late too, man. Yeah, he went pretty early. He got sniped in front of me a couple picks. And they was, probably knew. They probably oh, knew. Oh, for he was sure. For yeah, they were, yeah, he even said he even said this is for you, G. I'm like, all right, thanks, buddy. <laughs> like, all right, if I get sniped from you guys, pod listeners and stuff. And by the way, uh, had a couple people reach out. If you're listening to this on on uh, on the pod and you hit us up on Twitter and say, hey, want to get in a mock? Well, we'll get you in one. Uh, just drop it on in there. And we'll, we'll Absolutely. You, I'm always on my computer. Uh, I'm so, always down for a mock. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, like you said, KCP, I'd probably put him about a round and a half behind Gary Harris. And then the other name that I kind of like in that group is Courtney Lee, which sounds kind of weird, but I like his spot. I think that Hornacek's going to get him a lot of open threes. I think his minutes will be solid. They need his perimeter defense with Rose being kind of uh, a turnstile, I guess. So, yeah, he, he's a very sneaky pick, and you could get him probably last round. Yeah, he's not going to hurt you anywhere either, so you, you got to love that. Three steals, decent percentages, 32 minutes, kind of like a Flalo had in New York, but he's actually going to be better Yep. just because the three-pointers will be there and the steals will be there. Yep. Yeah, very nice fantasy floor from him. So, yeah, his, his minutes should be pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, they lost losing Galloway, and they lost some depth in, in New York. So he should Yes, be competitions, Justin Holiday and Vujicic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he should be solid. Yeah. Um, Tucker's upside's too low for me. Uh, they're going to play Booker. Again, we should have mentioned this too. Booker added size, and they're probably looking to get him about four minutes at small forward. So that's something to think about. I don't. I still don't take back what I said, but Tucker's upside's too low. Same with Lou Williams. He just kind of seems like yesterday's news for me. Yeah. Uh, okay, so next group, uh, Stanley Johnson at 140, Andre Iguodala 141, rookie Buddy Heald 142, fellow rookie Jamal Murray at 143, uh, our boy Alec Burks at 151. Keep on chugging here. Mo Williams at 153 for some reason. Jared Jack, 154. <laughs> Devin Harris, 155. And we'll just cut it there. Um, and we'll go through the, the I guess, missed guys. Uh, who? Let's talk about Stanley Johnson. It sounds like Marcus Morris is going to play a little bit less. Same with KCP. Yeah. And they're going to let Stanley go, I think, a little bit more. Only played 23 minutes a game last season. Where do you see him fitting in this? I think it'll be 28 this year. Stan Van Gundy's been been talking him up a little bit. Says he's, he's the most likely to take a big jump along with Andre Drummond this year. I think 28 minutes is the expectation. They don't really have a good backup shooting guard. I think he gets some minutes there. He'll get minutes behind Marcus Morris for sure. 28, I think that's that's definitely the expectation for me. Yep, this is really his first this is his baby right here. This is really his first draft yep. pick. Uh, his first draft pick, and technically, was... Uh, Dinwiddie, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, Pittsburgh Dinwiddie. Drew a blank on his name for a sec. But he had an ACL tear, so he didn't get taken until the second round. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, his minutes actually went down, by the way, after the break. He went down to 21 minutes from 24. The shoulder injury had a big part in that, yeah, too, though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So he'll slip. You can probably pick him up. And a nice upside, man. Pretty good fantasy game. Shoot some threes. Should be better in steals. So, yeah, I like him. Yeah, I've been good. getting him with my last round pick and a lot of mocks. So I've been happy about that. So, yep. so love he's, that. He's solid. So, Yahoo for now. This will be fixed. Um, mm-hmm. They they put Evan Fournier at 215, I think it was. Yep. Yeah, 200s for sure. Yeah, 215. 
Um, uh, okay, so let's try to back up, back the truck up here. <laughs> um, let's see where we could fit him in. Um, and he, if it, it depends on how uh, I picked him up at like um, right after I picked Beal at like mm-hmm. ninety seven, um, because some people were scrolling. And then Jay Crowder, by the way, is also ranked uh, at like three hundred something or one seventy something, like way too low. Um, so he's he's in the scroll down gang for now. Yeah, but like let's let's try to figure out where you would slot him in. So we talked about that Batum. So Batum over Fournier, right? Yeah, but I have actually have Fournier before Bradley. That's where I have him. In, in Both my Bradleys. Rankings. What's who's the other Bradley? Avery Bradley and Bradley Beal. Oh, I didn't think about Beal. <laughs> yeah. I got him before. I, I got him before Beal, and I got him before Avery Bradley. Yep. Okay. Well, minutes wait. minutes are going to be there. All depots gone. I mean, he's clearly the boy. Eighty-five million dollars. I mean. He, he, that's that's the guy in Orlando right now. Does the Scott Skiles love not <laughs> yeah. being there scare you a little bit or what? No, I think I think he'll be fine, man. Minutes uh, will be at shooting guard and small forward. Absolutely fine. Uh, I think I like Avery Bradley more. Uh, I, I think that Bradley's steals are going to come up. I think they'll pretty much be a wash on threes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, a, a Bradley should rebound a little bit better. I don't know. I just like his ceiling a little bit more than Fournier's, which may say something because Fournier is going to score more. Uh, I just don't care about points. I'm, I'll figure I'll figure points out on my own and waiver wire. Fair whatever. enough. I mean, this it, it all depends close, on though. the really roster team too. Yeah, it's really close. Yeah. Where did I? Yeah, he was right in that in that tier um, mm-hmm. with those guys. Actually, yep, there he is. I actually I separated him um, on the next tier. I had Bradley in that. Um, that tier with Levine and all those guys, and then Fair enough. then he starts the next tier. But yeah, oh no, nothing wrong with Fournier at all. Absolutely, it's just not my style. I don't know. I don't know why he's twenty three. Like he should be my style, but I, I don't know. Just one year flukes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or not flukes, but just kind of all of a sudden we didn't really see that coming. He didn't make France. That worries me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's about talent. Yeah, more about personality, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then Ronde. Ronde's down there. Our boy, man. Yeah, he's in. Where does he fit in for you? I have him behind Gary Harris, ahead of Monta Ellis. I have him. That's that seems fair, man. He's going to get a ton of minutes in Brooklyn. He's like their only building block apart from like Isaiah Whitehead, Chris McCullough. So he's going to get his minutes. The steals and blocks are going to be ridiculous. I think. Yep. So I, th- I think I love him there. Yep. That's uh, love, and, and, love, Ronde. And just because we have him there doesn't mean you have to take him there. You can right. get him late. He went late, late, real, real late. He went like 150, I think, last night. Yeah, actually, that's probably I, where you can get him. Yeah, I, I actually even missed him. I, I was scrolling through trying to pick guys out, and I didn't go through the deep Yahoo. And yeah, yeah, I was like, all right, uh, someone took him. I was like, oh man, props for you. Everyone was like, ah, oh, well done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, put uh, put him in your queue. Put him in Fournier and Jay Crowder. If you have a draft coming up, um, who else is down there? Um, this is another guy. Marvin Williams is down there. Yeah, uh, so if if you're doing a draft soon. Um, definitely There's definitely an advantage to drafting soon. I mean, some of these guys I haven't oh, updated for sure. in a while. Yeah, the more and more, the later, later you draft, the more Yahoo will make some adjustments. Yeah, uh, but I, actually, comparing Yahoo to ESPN, uh, I think Yahoo's ranks are much, much, much better. Agreed. Then, but yeah, I think but ESPN will catch up too. That they're they're tied up in football, so we're I not, think Yahoo's not. a lot more generous with the positions, though. Too, sure. too, well, Yahoo's too generous. ESPN's not generous enough. <laughs> That's true. ESPN wasted the season starts. I think they have to see a guy play a position in five games in a row or something like that. 
Yeah, well, some of their guys that played the position like all of last season don't even have that position eligibility. It's real. They pretty much just take one position and run with it. Yeah. Most of them. I mean, there's only like two or three exceptions. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add? Maybe about like shooting guards and where they fit in? I guess shooting guard has usually been, I guess, for ESPN, not so much with Yahoo. But shooting guard's tough. But this year, I feel like it's it's a little decent. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are kind of coming around. Um, Bradley, Avery Bradley, uh, Levine, kind of adding depth to the position. Batum playing shooting guard now. Rondé, Gary Harris. I mean, there's a little bit more depth. Clarkson. There's, we didn't geez. say Seth Curry either. We did not. Probably worth the mention. Seth, yeah, for sure. I, I have Seth Curry one spot behind Devin Booker, by the way. Why not, man? It's going <laughs> to get minutes. Love it. Yeah, who else did we not? Okay, I got... Um, I'm looking at Mario Hazonia is not on. We didn't have him yep. on our list. I got my, my tears here. I could just go through that. Um, I'm not going to stay in order because you guys got to get the draft guide. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about Jamal Crawford. What, do you, what are your thoughts on him? Minutes will be lower, I think. Low the upside. Yeah. Yeah, so I hopefully we need J.J. Rick to play more. Uh, Josh <laughs> Richardson. Oh, yeah. Late, he's one of my favorite late-round flyers, man. Yep. I mean, once Miami realizes how bad Deion Waiters <laughs> is, I think 32 minutes is fair. Yep. I like him too. Alan Crabb, I have him down there. Uh, Aaron Aflalo down there. I think Crabb's hurt by Evan Turner too much, though. Too much, yeah. You're pretty much. I think he's just kind of a, a little sleeper, but I think he's going to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, eventually they, he'll play. Yeah, and they're going to play Turner at the four, I think, a little bit. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they paid Crabb a ton of money. Uh, Denzel Valentine, he do anything for you? When Wade goes down, I'll pick him up. Yep, yep. That's that's the plan. Uh, what about Chris Dunn? I don't know if he's shooting. He's is he shooting guard eligible in Yahoo? Probably, probably, right? I can search him. Yeah, Let's see. Uh, I'm oh, sure he is. Yeah, who else we got? Nope, here? just point guard for Dunn. Oh wow, that's surprising. Um, so who else we got here? Tony Allen, no. Patrick Mc- Patrick McCaw. <laughs> no, we, man, he was good in Vegas, yeah, but not, yeah. not yet, not yet. Karis Levert, by the way, uh, someone wrote on the Ringer that if Levert's healthy, he can be a steal, which is true. He was unbelievably efficient so yeah um i could i could get down on some Levert like last pick of the 16th of the 16 teamer or an all-star break pickup for sure he's gonna he's gonna play after the all-star break you yeah. watch yeah any, any, i hate that lynn signing man i wanted to see some Levert and whitehead same man that'd be, that'd be <laughs> so much fun yeah uh, i think that's it for the guys i put in the top 200 and I, man, I there's so much value late at shooting guard it's ridiculous malcolm brogdon dog Joe, he's gonna play. He's 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 a lot better than Rashad Vaughn. I'll tell you that. Yep. Joe Johnson, no. Gerald Henderson, favorite to start. <laughs> favorite to start before the All Star break. Yeah, they, I don't know. They may kind of need him, man. They they've got a mess at shooting guard. Right? He unless is an improved three point shooter. I'll give him credit for that, but yeah, I'm still not Luau, taking him unless Luwawu comes comes on hot. <laughs> but Stoskis is burned right now. Yeah, Stoskis. I mean, Hollis. I think he's out of the rotation. Oh, Hollis Thompson's clearly passed him, I think. Yeah, yeah. I saw someone someone was tweeting me like, Oh, what about Stoskis? Like, what about Stoskis? <laughs> I love Stoskis Steel, but uh he he ain't he ain't popping no more. Um, nope. All right, so yeah, any any general strategy, the the old take the best player kind of plan later and then take early. I think that's fair. I, I kinda like the weight of my shooting guards. I mean, like Ronnie Hollis Jefferson's a good target late. Yeah. Uh, who else do we say? But it sounds like it sounds like you and I are going to wind up with Harden, Depot, or Middleton, or Batum. Or Batum. I mean, we're going to wind up with one of those shooting guards. Like, if I don't Absolutely. get one of those four men, some 
so I have like my evil twin drafting against me or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so. Middleton's definitely my favorite target where where he's valued right now. More than Depot. Depot, there was. Uh, spot, Depot's he's kind of known at fantasy circles already. I feel like. Yeah. Seeker's yeah, kind of out on him. Yeah, I, I, I think everyone. Middleton's really. not really a big name. I mean, just because you don't see the Bucks on TV much unless you have game time. So. Yep. Yeah, Middleton's Middleton's gonna be. Oh man, he's. Um, we're doing a draft on uh, tomorrow night on Thursday. Yeah. With what me, you, Steve, uh, Tommy Beer, who's joining, uh, who's doing stuff with us now. Uh, Chris Towers from CBS is going to be in there. Uh, a couple other guys. It's we're going to and Ryan's in there. Jared's in there, uh, who, who does stuff with us as well. So it's going to be very Roto World heavy with slimes galore, man. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be so it's gonna be a lot bad, of fun, dude. Everyone's going to you and I, uh, you and I are going to be sniping each other on Middleton. And I know. <laughs> like if I pick next to you and Ryan or Steve, like because you guys know, I know what you like. You know what I yeah, like. Exactly. It's just going to be. I like that's the worst, man. When you draft with people who know you inside and out. Yeah, but it makes it more fun though. Yeah, for sure. You're like, Ugh. all right. Like, <laughs> and some, sometimes you have no choice. Like if you pick at the turn, you can't jump up. Like if you like a guy. at... 40 and you're picking 35 and or you know even even if you like him at 60 and yeah. he's like 20 spots away you just can't do it it's kind of like last year you had to even go in a round earlier on mccollum just to get him just because yeah. you knew you'd yeah. be gunning for him yeah a lot of people were mad at me because i like I, I we drove up his price so hard that's so true. Yeah, I mean, he was hanging at like one, one four, like one thirty, and then it was like one ten, and it just kept going up. But he he hit. That's the thing with Jokic too. Like when I'm in a mock draft with him, I won't take Jokic. I want to keep his ADP down as low as possible. I don't take Jokic in mock drafts, even though I'm obviously it would in real life. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying to keep this ADP down for you guys. So yeah, ain't gonna happen. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be blowing up, man. It's gonna be insane this year. All right, so we will get out of here on that man. Almost almost an hour on this puppy. It's worth it though. Yeah, man, a lot of a lot of draft going on again. Uh, draft guide coming out next week, so hit us up uh, if you. Another thing too, if you listen to the pod and you want to get in some mocks and stuff, we'll uh, we'll be writing up a lot of them, so we can kind of get some feedback on your draft and all that stuff. So definitely drop us a line. I'm Mike S. Gallagher. He's at Jonas Nader. Uh, yeah, we are in fantasy mode right now. It's going to be pretty awesome. Less than one month till camp, so. Yeah, maybe. And we're doing a lot of team preview stuff, too. And actually, I should plug this as well. Uh, we're actually going to tie in some CSN reporters um, to do some some free pods with us, too. So it's nice. going to be pretty cool. So I'm pretty excited for that. Awesome. You guys can look out for that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get out of here on that. Lots of shooting guards. We're going to probably do small forwards on Friday with Steve. Um, which should be another fun one. Kevin Durant. Uh, we'll be popping that one. So, yeah, you guys enjoy the rest of your week, and thanks for coming on, Jonas. Thanks, Mike. Have a good one. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? 
also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 